cancer. V is for victory over the odds. V is for victory over health disparities. Victory over setbacks. Victory over the unknown. V is for victory over giving up. Don't give up. Don't ever give up. Join the V Foundation team and help save lives. Cancer can take away all my physical abilities. It cannot touch my mind. It cannot touch my heart. And it cannot touch my soul. Join our team in the fight against cancer at V.org. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. It's so funny how five years ago that relationship seemed to be sour to a whole nother level. And now LeBron James is so disappointed they didn't get Kyrie. So the hatchet is completely buried clearly. But it certainly seems like LeBron James had his heart set on getting Kyrie. And for whatever reasons, the Lakers didn't make it happen. GJ and Max. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM. KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River. It's time for the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Local sports, national sports. The G-Cat is on it. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Now, settle up for a tall glass of sports talk. Here's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. An absolutely beautiful, gorgeous day. Thank you, sir. As um, it is another beautiful spring day here in Lakeview. Our thanks to Sonny and Patrick for joining us a little bit earlier to talk about the Louisiana International Guard and Son of a Saint. We're doing some things there as well. John Ford yeah. came over to my right. Chef Scotty to my right here as well. So we'll do plenty. Um over the next couple of minutes here as well. Buddy, I sent you a message, sir. Just talked to Kirk Bullinger during the break. He's free, so let's give him a buzz. Will Guillory is going to join us at 2.15 to help us preview tonight's matchup between the Pelicans and the Nuggets. So we will do that at 2.15. And Graf, I know you listen. We'll get with you. We'll get a time here in a second as soon as uh, we get going in our number two here. Coming up. We will talk, obviously, about the Panthers and the Saints, who's going to be the team of the division, because John is convinced that the Panthers is uh John smoking cannolis again. Oh, no, not cannolis. Cannolis. All right, guys. Cannolis are killing him. Really? Yeah. I don't even eat cannolis. You smoke them. All right, let me ask uh, this to you here as uh, we, we get Kirk on here in a quick second. Who to you is the face of Major League Baseball? Wow. Like, who's the face? It's, it's hard for me to say who's the face because there's so many teams, but you only – Aaron it, Judge. Well, uh, look, you know as well as I do, it's the big-name teams you're going to go after. The, well, that's what I'm saying. Well, that's the, what I'm the saying. Guy from the right, Angels, right, now, Judge, I, right now, if I say – when I say Major League Baseball, everybody talks about think? Trout. Okay, Trout. Trout. For you? Judge. Judge. Judge, Aaron Judge. Judge. Yeah. And I don't even like the Yankees, okay. so I'm not being some kind of homer. But it is strange because it's – yeah, you know, I don't. Who, well, who, well, you got somebody else. Um, it can't be the Japanese guy. No, so I mean, well, well, that's what I'm saying. Why so, couldn't it be the Japanese I, guy? I'll, I'll tell you what, Otani, Otani is, Otani's is massive. A player. Is massive. But I don't. I bet you but a lot of people. In the, Coast, I guarantee. I would say, and that I'm glad you brought him up as we bring in Kirk Bullinger into the conversation. My brother, the local greats, major league pitcher back in the day, and hopefully will help me when I start to coach my six and seven year old baseball team. You know, Gus, five and six year old. Kirk had a chance to go to Brother Martin and chose Rommel. I know that's a, that's a real shame. Yeah, Kirk, good afternoon to you, sir. How are you, man? I'm good. How are you guys? Thanks for having me on, Gus. Beautiful opening day, huh? Well, how are you, man? Yeah, it is it a beautiful is. opening day here as well. You know, it's funny. I called you at the top of the hour, and I heard a game in the background, sir. So I know you were ready to get to get uh, going here as well. Let's start with that conversation. Thank you. And that conversation is who to you is the face of Major League Baseball? Uh, I would definitely have to say Aaron Judge is the face of Major League Baseball. That's not just slight. Uh, Mike Trout, but you know, there's always that that East Coast thing, West Coast thing going on. So I just think because he's in New York, um, he gets the edge. What did I say? You know, it's interesting. John brought up Shohei Otani. 
He went up 2.5 million Instagram followers following Japan's win in the World Baseball Classic. As somebody that's taken to the mound, Kurt, and, and been around Major League Baseball as well, do you still marvel at what this guy is able to do? Not only hit, but then pitch the way he does? Oh, absolutely. And it's not even only that. He's he's fast. He steals bases. He can stretch singles into doubles, doubles into triples. The guy's a baseball machine, is he not? Yeah. Yeah. He really is. Kind of does all the... He reminds, reminds me of you, Kurt. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, he's, he's just a phenom, you know. Uh, the... The things he can do on the mound, in the batter's box, um, and, he, and he appears to just be a fun-loving guy, but he's nothing but business when he's when he's on the mound or if he's in the batter's box, you know? Um, mm-hmm. He's very entertaining to watch. I love his facial expression. You know, he doesn't speak English very well, if at all, but when he's on the, when he's on the field... He doesn't need to speak because his eyes and his facial expressions do all the speaking for him. Right. Um, look, I think one of the things that we saw in, in the World Baseball Classic, I don't know how much of that you watch, but one of the things we talked about with Tim Grubbs last week and Scott last week when we were all together too, it was undeniable you saw the passion that the other countries sort of have. Look, I always speak about basketball being such a global sport. Baseball is there as well. How, how can MLB learn from what we saw in, in this latest World Baseball Classic where you have music, bands, dancing on the dugout by big-headed mascots with cheerleaders during an at-bat in the first inning, Kirk? I mean, like, it was very soccer-like, if that made any sense. Do, do you think we'll ever see that translate to MLB? I, I think eventually you will. Um, I think we're starting to see some things change um, on the field uh, nowadays. You know, the backflips, the celebrations after strikeouts, the celebrations by the teams, either slightly outside the dugout or in the dugout after home runs, and they're not even right. game winners. Uh, I think you're starting to see a little bit of that. Um, I think you're starting to see the the chest pounding, when guys make great defensive plays. Um, I don't know how to take all that just yet, I guess because I'm old school. It, it's going to have to grow on me a little bit. But uh, and I think that's kind of the the uh, the attitude of most traditional baseball fans is that it's a laid-back game. It's not the the chest pounding, the fist pumping, but I think it's starting to come around, and I think people are starting to come around a little bit to it. Um, so if we continue to have the WBC, and it's only three years away now, right? I think we're having the next one in 26. So it's only three years away now. I think the more we see that, and the more that our fans see other fans celebrate and show excitement, uh, maybe, maybe it'll eventually come around to the United States. Yeah, no doubt. We'll see what happens here as we get closer to that. Speaking with Kirk Bullinger, John Forcade, Chef Scotty here with us as well as we're live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Kirk, a lot of baseball rules kind of being changed going into the season and you're going to be familiar with one being as a pitcher. Do you like the pitch clock? Do you like the hitter's clock here as well? Or if he's not ready to go with eight seconds, he's going to get a strike call. We saw in spring training a, a player get rung up on a 3-2 count, bases loaded, and that ended the inning. And they didn't even get a chance to tie, much less take the lead on that because he wasn't ready to go. So by the examples we've seen already in spring training, do you like the clock on the pitcher and hitter? I don't like the clock right now. I think it's too fast. I think it's too quick. I think it increases the pace of the game at an uncomfortable pace. I uh, I feel like everything's rushed, and I, I don't like that. Um, it's it's hard to watch a game. I went to went to the Tulane UNO game last night, and the UNO pitcher um, 
was working so quick it was almost it was almost too fast it was uncomfortable for me to watch and they have the the pitch clock he was pitching within five seconds of the of the 20 second pitch clock um the other last night and it just felt rushed and i thought there were too many bad pitches made because of it um I think it could be tweaked a little bit. I think if you give them a little bit longer, um, you'll still save some time. You may not save the 30 to 40 minutes that maybe they're looking for, but you might save 20. I think that's plenty. Um, So not a big fan of the pitch clock the way it is right now. Do we need one? Yeah, possibly, because I've watched guys, uh, I've watched guys pitch, over the years, um, uh, Papelbon comes to mind. He was a human rain delay in the ninth inning, and that that was actually that was that was uncomfortable to watch. I mean, he was at he was at thirty to 34, 35 seconds every pitch, and I'm thinking to myself, can we can we get can we get all of this? This is a three run save opportunity. There was no threat. And he was 30 to 34 seconds every pitch, you know? And, and that's unnecessary. But um, when you do have guys on base and there is a threat, I, I think you do need to, to dial it back a little bit and really um, make sure you're, you're throwing the right pitch and you're delivering the right pitch in the right spot to the right hitter, you know? I don't think it can be rushed. Hey, Kurt, John here. How are you today? I'm good, John. How's it going? We're doing well. Now, let's talk about who do you like uh, this upcoming season. I know there's all these teams, but, you know, you can weed out some of the bad ones. But who do you like coming down the street? I know it's the first day of baseball, but who do you see being at the um, at the end of the, of the season playing for the playoffs? Well, um, for myself, I like, I like the Yankees because I like the Yankees. However, um, I don't like what I'm seeing with their starting rotation with the injuries that have mounted. Um, 60% of what was supposed to be their starting rotation when the season opened is, is out. But I still think they get in the playoffs. However, I see the Blue Jays winning that division and, and being a strong contender for uh, a World Series championship coming out of the American League East. Um, the Central, it looks like the White Sox is the, White Sox is the best team there. Um, obviously, the Astros coming out of the West. I do think the Angels are going to surprise people this year. Um, a lot of people don't think the pitching is good enough. I think uh, Sandoval, the lefty, showed that he's, he's taking his game to another level in the WBC. And if he throws, if he throws the ball like he did, uh, in the WBC in the, in the, during the season, I think he's a formidable, uh, number two or three. Obviously, Otani's a one. You got Otani in the batter's box. You got Trout. If Rendon can stay healthy, I think, I think that team, um, can, can make it to the playoffs and, and make a run. I really do. So those are the teams that I pick in the American League. Um, I think Toronto is my favorite there. Um, in the National League, I like the I like the Braves to win the the East, um, the Central. I, I got to go with the Cardinals. It's all the time. And in the West, oh, I gotta... I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm uh, kidding. Go ahead, got to go with the Padres, <laughs> and I think the Padres make it to the World Series. Wow! There you go. Um, the Padres Blue Jays. How about that? Mm, the Padres always that. choke. What? The Padres always choke. Really? Right? You know who choke? Don't the Cardinals the team choke? That, yeah, I was going to say that. Yeah, you, you did all that winning all during the season, Chef Scotty, only to bump, 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 bump. Right there, lose two or three right at the very beginning. It's a real shame, Chef. Mm. It's a real. <laughs> Talking to a man. Who's won three titles oh, in 200 boy. years? Here we go. Mm. Here we go. Uh, you got anything for Kurt before we let him go? Kurt, you're a very smart man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, well, I went to Rumble. I went to Rumble. 
Well, I mean, you know, I think his records are going to I mean, you know, it is what it is. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, Kirk, man, we're going to uh, be chatting with you throughout the season and, and look at, you know, how this uh, the season unfolds here. I, as John said, it's only day one. And uh, we'll be playing Halloween till October and November with the World Series and, and the postseason. But in the meantime, we will be keeping tabs to it, man. Thanks for jumping on, and we look forward to chatting with you throughout the season. Absolutely. Anytime. Great talking to you guys. Y'all have a great day. Yeah, for sure. Mr. Kirk Bullinger. 800-998-1003 on the Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic Hotline. If you like to chime into the conversation, do so. Chef Scotty made himself a looks like a turkey sandwich there. I see a lot of pickles. Is that a lot of pickles there on the bottom? It's ham with sweet pickles. Sweet pickles. Swiss. There we go. Uh, John, on a keto I'm, bun. I'm surprised you haven't napped after the club sandwich. I am just starting on my second of four pieces. Well, that's because you eat slow and talk too much. Well, there you go. That's kind of what you have to do when you have to talk. So... We come back. We'll be uh, we'll get into a very interesting conversation. Panthers, Saints. Do you have an argument for John, who says the Panthers are the best team in the NFC South? Do you have an argument against him, which is what Chef Scotty says. Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Lakeview Massage and Therapy is a must for recovery, getting rid of pesky pain, or to simply relax. It's part of Upper Cervical Family Chiropractic and Wellness, so this isn't a neon sign place. They have specialists performing work geared specifically to you. Rejuvenate with a 60, 90, or 120 minute session of Himalayan salt stone, injury and recovery, lymphatic detox, pre and postnatal, post mastectomy movement, traditional therapeutic massages, and ashiatsu. I've had that. You want to try it. Trust me. LakeviewMassageandTherapy.com for info where recovery meets relaxation. Animal shelters everywhere are struggling. Many are seeing pets adopted during the pandemic being returned due to staggering inflation. Lafouche Parish is no different. Launch LaVille Nonprofit has come up with a way to help with the first ever Boulettes and Balloon Fest, starting with the Balloon Glow on Friday, March 31st from 5 until 10 p.m. and Saturday, April 1st, 10 a.m. until 10 p.m. Enjoy great food, music, and local crafts at Oak Ridge Park in Golden Meadow. Visit LouisianaTravel.com to plan your trip today. We didn't know what to expect. We were just just left in a hotel. My mom was doing drugs in the house. Tay and Brianna spent years of their childhood in homes that weren't safe. They were placed in foster care and longed for a permanent, loving home. I didn't know what my future was. I wouldn't speak to anyone. I was afraid of everything. With help from the Dave Thomas Foundation for Adoption, Brianna and Tay were adopted and now feel excited about their futures. I'm studying to be a chef and I really want to travel the world. I'm going to be a mechanic and I can focus on my career. Right now, in the United States, there are more than 100,000 children in foster care, just like Brianna and Tay, who need a family now. Learn how you can help at DaveThomasFoundation.org. Man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. That way tonight. That'd be good. The graph is also going to come on. And, um... You know, while he's on, I'll take advantage. He says he's going to say I'm sorry for accusing you of putting the city into a worldwide panic by saying that the dome was on fire yesterday, which I still think you did. I thought he was just um, going to bust my chops about my negativity. Well, well that's, that's what I was going to say. While he's on here, we'll kill two birds at one stone because I don't think you're the only one. So, Todd, if you're listening, here's your prep work. Try to convince Chef Scotty and others that have broken their ankles jumping from the Pelicans bandwagon when they lose a game. Uh, as to why they need to go get some athletic tape, get an ankle brace, make their way back over to the, you know, the bus stop and, and then hop on when the wagon comes around. You go with that, Chef Scott? If he can give you some reasons, are you open-minded enough to believe? Yeah, of course okay. I am. All but, right. you know, I, I mean, yeah, I just said don't but. see Zion. But you said but. I don't see Zion coming back and why making not? a difference I'm telling right you. Well, what, did you see, have you seen Minnesota with Carl Anthony Towns? 
What about him? Have you seen how much he's made a difference? No, he makes a big back? difference. So would okay. Zion, but how quickly did he make that difference? Uh, immediately. What, what, why, why, why don't you think he would make a difference? Because he's got to get back into playing shape. Okay, what makes you think, like I keep telling you, maybe that's not what's happening right now? Because I feel like he hasn't figured out what it takes to be based on a what? healthy NBA based, player. Based yet. He on needs what? to keep his weight down. Okay, but again, you're going you're going by the fact that you think his weight was the based, reason his hamstring went down. Based on what? Yeah. Gus, um, yeah, this season. I have no clue. This season. But I just have a right. feeling. Feeling. So that's where we're going with the feeling. I I've got, got feelings. feelings. <sighs> you do have beverages in that cooler, right? Yes, and of the adult kind. Look, I want to be this wrong. This is really good tea, by the way. Very good. I want to be wrong. Yeah. Well, you're wrong. You know, but I think both of you are emotionally <laughs> invested. <laughs> we're emotionally <laughs> John almost passed you out to the my games. right. John almost passed That is not true. That is not true. I am always objective. Always. Oh, Object- totally. I do, to the point where I totally. get late. Right. Anyway, let's get to the battle royale at hand. John, yes, you're on Team Panthers. Yeah, baby. Scotty Craig, you're on Team New Orleans Saints. Your head coach had this to say back on Tuesday. Well, look, I think we've done some, I think we've made some nice moves in free agency. Um, you know, you're always looking to, to, to see where you can continue to, you know, try to fill out your roster, but we feel good about where we're at right now. All right. Got ready to see. Okay. They got ready to see. All right. right. So give give me your opening statement. Hold on. 800-998-1003. As promised, both of you guys are going to present a four argument for your side. If you would like to chime in, either support Chef Scotty's case or support John Forcade's case, we'll take your phone calls as well. So, John, since you're the visitor... Just like you get the call, the coin flip, on the, you know, in the game on the road. I call you, tails. You, you, can, you can go first and, right. and tell us why you think the Panthers have made enough moves to get you to believe that they are the team to beat in the NFC South. All right. It goes back to last year. Okay. Don't, 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 let's not talk about the quarterback scenario. It goes back last year. The way that team played toward the end of the season, uh, they were fighting for a playoff spot and they surely had a shot to win a division, which was a bad division. They made some moves. Their defense was really outstanding last year. Their offensive line is really good. Their running game was up there with one of the tops in the league. Granted, they didn't have the greatest of quarterbacks, but he didn't play that bad coming down the stretch, and now he's no longer there. Mm-hmm. You talking about the Saints? No, no, it's the Panthers. Oh, the Panthers. Okay. Yeah, right. okay. I'm sorry. Sit there and eat your food. Yeah, just, right. yeah. just, just, you might, yeah, just listen. Just, right. you, you'll get your turn in a second. So, <laughs> my, my take two is a look at, look at the Panthers, how they performed at the end of the season. Granted, they got a new head coach. They didn't go out and get a fly by Nate new head coach. They got a guy who's a pretty good head coach. I think he did a good job in Indianapolis under the circumstances. I think he'll do a really good job here in Carolina. He knows the system. He knows the people. He knows the city. He played there. I think he's a really big plus for the South. Look, the reason why he took the Panthers' job is he knows there's nobody in the South who's going to be dominating, and that means the New Orleans Saints, the Tampa Bay oh, Buccaneers. That's the reason why he took the job. He could have taken any other job in the league. He took nobody his, wanted right. Whatever. He got to interview a lot more than some of his other coaches have, and look at it. They're going to put a team on the field right now, with or without whatever quarterback they put. They're still going to be solid. If they pick one of these two top quarterbacks, maybe three, I think those guys will come in there and Frank's going to work with them. Uh, it ain't over with yet who uh, they, they find out who's going to be the quarterback for the Carolina I just like this team overall, no matter who quarterbacks this club. It's, they're not going to depend on the quarterback to win it all. Now, granted, the Saints do have the better of the quarterbacks. I'll give that much. But but I don't know who the Saints are going to be on the defensive front line. I don't know who the Saints are going to have for receiving core. And especially a guy named Michael Thomas who still, and I'm going to say it, still can't play football in two years because of a foot injury or surgery. Anybody want to take over now? Scotty? All right, that is the opening statement by 
John, oh, I, I, I love my Falcons Carolina Kitty Cats. <laughs> Forgot about the Falcons. Just um, they still go after uh, Lamar. All right. So, uh, Chef Scotty, your rebuttal, sir, as to why you think yeah, your beloved go. New Orleans Saints. Yeah, it shows off at three, right? It the is. Saints but here, on out. here we go. Here we DA go. has gone out and gotten the players he wanted. And every one of them wanted to come here for a reason. This man is a great defensive coach. He needed a quarterback. He needed an offensive line to stay healthy. He needed receivers. They had no receivers last year, man. Everybody was hurt. What Everybody line? was Their hurt. Their line ain't healthy. The line's not healthy. We don't know that yet. Uh, he's got <laughs> Werner's coming back healthy. Secondary's going to be fine. I like the uh, I just, I'll give I'm you that. telling you, man, I, I just have faith in this coaching staff. I do. You know, the fact that he went out and made changes, and he's got his own team now. Well, you're the guy that's playing with here, Sean Payton's team. Like you were the guy that sat here weeks and weeks ago who went off about the coaching staff because when Nielsen left and a few other guys left, you were going he got ballistic. Rid of he got rid of them. Right? But you told me how great they were. Well, Why did you get rid of no, great coaches? Well, because they didn't want to be here. Because they were co-defensive coordinators. Because they didn't want to be here because it could be a one-and-done or half. If this team does not win halfway through, you think he's still here? Yes. Ooh. Ooh, I see the phone lines ringing. 800-998-1003. Ring on the phone call. Who are, whose side are you on? Scotty or John, I bleed. What well, is and by the way, teal and black? Teal and black? What are the colors of the Panthers? You have some faith, you have some faith in your hometown team. Before well, they even stick a snap. Hey, well, his 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 job. I, I his do, job but I mean, I, call it how you I, see I it. Call it like yeah. see it. I mean, that's his I job. I can't be a follower like you are all the yeah. time. You like a nice follower. By the way, let me ask Go you something. Hand, Scotty. Let, let me ask you something, uh, Chef Scotty. Do you think Michael Thomas is going to play? Oh, here we go. I want to hear this. Week one. Yes. He's having another foot surgery. Okay. You know? no, he's got no, too much he's to not prove. Having another foot surgery. He's got to prove it. You're going to have somebody drive off the side of the road right now. He's got to prove it. Contract. Yep. Yep, and he simply has to play. Okay, well here here's what coach said. Yeah, I don't. I I, I expect him to be fully healthy and ready to go um, when that point in time is. I, I don't want to get into those speculations, but um, but yeah, we feel good about where he's at. There we go. See, I feel good about where he's at. Oh, why can't you feel good about Zion? We'll get to that here in a quick second. Phone oh. lines, we go eight hundred nine nine eight one double zero three. Jimmy from Gretna, what's up, sir? How are you, my brother? Hey, how y'all doing? Doing well. What's up, Jimmy? Hey, what's up? Hey, congratulations to your UNO team. They beat Tulane in baseball last night, Chef, and uh, they got the Pelican Cup. So uh, I'm glad for you for that. Hey, a couple things. I'll throw it to uh, the quarterback, 4K. I'm watching all these videos of this uh, Florida guy. They got this new video, the kid Richardson, that's moving up the uh, draft chart. I really hope the Panthers reach on him because he's obviously – he looks the part. He's muscle-bound. He can throw a 70-yard pass with no defense. Perfect throw. They just released some video of him doing some workout and um, him throwing the ball. And then, of course, after a perfect pass with no cornerback on the player, um, you know, he's doing these backflips like he's a cheerleader, showing his athleticism, as if that matters from a football perspective, really. Let's be honest here. It's kind of a joke, but... You know, again, I hope the Panthers reach on them and we get to play them for five years so they cut bait. Um, and, and I'll say this about the Pelicans. Okay, we don't have Alvarado. Uh, Zion's not there, but they're prepping Zion for sure. I think if we wouldn't have won the last five or six, they probably would have shelved Zion because we probably weren't going to be in the mix. But guess what? We got these four home games coming up, guys. And this is a call out to the city. I know we were a football city, then a basketball city, then we fell apart. Well, for this next week, we got to be a basketball city starting Saturday night because, I, I, look, we don't have that that much talent, Gus, but we need four really raucous crowds so that we can win these games and get in the playoffs. If we get to the playoffs, Zion will be back. They are prepping him to come back if we're in the mix in a week and a half. So, yeah, it all starts Saturday. Tickets are like 10 bucks for the Clippers game Saturday night. The city's got to pack it out. I know people are going to be at Hogs for the Cause and this and that, festivals and all this other stuff, eating snowballs. we got to make it out to these four Pelicans games <laughs> and get and get Zion in there. 
Uh, I'm gonna be drinking teas, loaded teas. Y'all can have all the snowballs y'all want Saturday and Sunday. Are you gonna be a Cabo? What you, is that what it is? I don't go Cabo's next week. Okay. My, my, I'm gonna be working at my shop. You know, oh, that's like street. the loaded teas. The loaded teas. But look, he's got a point though when he said about. The, yeah, I'm gonna go to Pelicans. Yeah, we got to do something with the, with the fans for the next few. Get, they got to win these games. No, they're. They, but here's know, the thing: they got to win them. It, it's in front of you, right? The I fans, mean, it's in front the of you. Fans here are so bandwagonish. Yeah, it is. I've been. Uh, I've been. I the, mean, it's pitiful. Have, do me a favor. Open yeah. your camera app. Press mm-hmm. the button that shows your face there when you say that. <laughs> Dude, I'm not a bandwagon. Oh <laughs> 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 You're telling me they need to regroup. It's done. Zion's over. That's not they what I. That is not. Make, that is not what I want. in the postseason. That is not <laughs> what I want. I'm just telling you. Facts are facts. <laughs> oh my goodness. The only way you would be right is if they play the Lakers in the play-in. I don't think there's. Anyway, you never get That's a foul a, shot. No, I don't think there's any way that the, the league is not letting the Lakers get in the postseason. No, there is, and especially if that game's in LA. I mean, yeah. that, that might just be one of those drink every time you think you got that you saw a foul, you know, kind of games because mm. that's. They'll have that's going to be. They're going to they'll shoot and, and let's forty-five go back. foul shots. He, he, made, he made he made a comment about Richardson. And, and let yes. me tell you something. I am so tired when I watch these guys. Say, oh man, what a great workout this guy had. He's right, throwing against air. Mm-hmm. Oh, he can throw se- all quarterbacks that I know of can throw seventy yards. Even you, he's not, right? Let me tell you right now. <laughs> if Cam Newton was working, I could have <clears throat> gone out and throw. I just had surgery uh, nine weeks ago. I can out throw him as much. Oh. I'm tired of seeing this. Look, all right, is. rolling out and throwing. What's he throwing? That's well, it. There we go. Just, how far you can throw the guy see. catches the football? Caught it. So excited. Oh, it is. Wait, here it comes. Here it comes. Here it comes. Oh, 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 Well, wouldn't it be amazing to do that and blow out a knee? No, no, no. Well, I'm just saying, doing something stupid like that. Well, ridiculous. He's showing you that he can. What is it? I tell you what. Cartwheel. Nowadays, they got male cheerleaders in the NFL. He could definitely do one of those. Look at that. Physical. Oh, that's that's a. Tell you what, he just got the first round draft pick. That's a. He's number one specimen. (laughs) He's the number one specimen. That's a pick. Okay, yeah, that's right. A pick. When I hear and see it, like, Sean Booty <laughs> from LSU can't even jump two feet off the ground. There we oh, go. Here we the go. The other guy. This is what it sounded like. Hold oh, on. Here we go. Let's hear it. Here we go. Uh, there it is. A little oohs and ahs. That's oh a good 70 god. yards. Well, well I mean, he's doing yeah. a backflip. Right. He's running down. He's going to blow his shoulder out. Oh he's my out. god! Here's an NFL draft analyst, Jordan Superpower, Reed. Superpower, but everything just looks so easy. As you can see, everything's so fluid. Oh. As you can see, he hit the ceiling <laughs> right there. Doggone. There we go. We hit quarterback oh. in the ceiling. He hit the see, ceiling. He gets a big laugh right there. There it is. He hit the top of the <laughs> the indoor uh. facility right there. Check uh. the box. All yeah. the other quarterbacks hit the ceiling. I got to hit the ceiling too. Yeah. Oh, is that what that is? the roof. There it is. Look at him. He's like, yeah, throw 37. All jumping aside, this should there. be scripted. There it is. So apparently, yeah, in all joke. of the quarterback pro days, they were they're all showing joke. their arm strength by yeah. throwing it to the ceiling. Now they want to talk about the uh, Will the Levis kid. Yeah, Will Levis. Yeah, he needs to go take a drug test because he saw his body. He saw how big he got. Yeah, he went from two twenty six to two thirty. <laughs> now they want him to take a drug test. Well, just do it like uh, he probably did the LeBron James diet, carbs. Yeah, he did whatever. Now he got he got <laughs> some guns. Now they showed his sports guns. hangover continues next on ESPN New Orleans. Wendy's two for six dollars lets you mix and match some of our best items, like. Dave Single with a 10-piece crispy nugs. Medium strawberry lemonade with a spicy chicken sandwich. Spicy chicken with a Dave Single. Dave Single with a strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. Strawberry lemonade. If you're into that. Chicken Sam, crispy nugs. Crispy nugs, strawberry lemonade. Dave's, Dave's, nugs, nugs, Sam, Sam. Whew. Pick what you want at a price you want. <clears throat> Choose wisely. Choose Wendy's two for six. For a limited time, price participation may vary. U.S. Wendy's on the card only. Single item at regular price. Get in zone. Auto zone. Welcome to AutoZone. What are you working on today? Ah, starting trouble. No one likes that. We can get you set up for some stronger starts. You might just need a fresh charge, and we can take care of that free of charge. But if it is time for a new battery, we've got replacement batteries that'll fit your needs, starting at just $79.99. That's what makes us America's number one battery destination. Get in zone, AutoZone. Restrictions apply.
Keyshawn Johnson, Jay Williams, and Max Kellerman. I want our show to like go to Yankee Stadium or go see a Mets game. I want to see if I can hit a couple pitches. I want guys to really pitch to me and see if I can do it. What? You, uh, I think Jay. I got great hand-eye coordination. Let, if you gave me 10 pitches, I think I can hit one. Jay? I can make contact. No, you I'm wouldn't. not saying it's going to get a 100% Jay. you would not make contact. Jay, you I can, can try contact. to butt it and you're not going to hit it. Jay. I think I can do it. Jay. I think I can make contact. Ten, if, you no. don't, if you don't swing a bat, a pitching machine throwing 85, I, I you're going to miss that a bunch of times. So let's make a bat. Let's, let's find this out. I'm down. The, I want to find out if I can do this. I think I can do it. I will bet money on myself. Just cold? You're going to walk in and fat We got to figure out the shape. I'm working. I'm going to obviously get some hits, some bats. I'm going to work on my Stuff. Yeah, no, you're not gonna touch. You're not gonna. You, you will Scherzer. not make contact. Okay, New York Mets. Let's do this. I think I could do it. I'll bet a grand on myself. GJ and Max, followed by Greeny. Mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. How can we be excited about a show where we just talk? Talk sports. That's how they talk in the major league. Now back to the sports hangover with Gus Kattengau. Yep. Hey, quick, quick question. Uh, quick, uh, put, uh, grab, grab a headset real quick. Yeah, you. I just want to ask you something real quick. Bye, love you. I love you. Take care. So, Mrs. K is here having lunch here as well. First off, what did you have for lunch? I had uh, Scotty uh, Chef Salad. Yeah. It was amazing. It's like a club sandwich, but a salad with honey mustard. Put some shrimp on it again? I added some grilled shrimp. <laughs> you added some grilled shrimp. Um, just an honest question. It's a question we're throwing out there for everybody here as well. When I say Major League Baseball, because you don't follow it, no. right, other than you know. Until it dated you. Right. So, name me a baseball player. Shoot. <laughs> like one that plays right now? Yes, one that plays right now. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to, we're asking like who's the face of Major League Baseball. When you're the face of a sport, you would tend to know somebody from the league. Do you know that I don't know? One? You don't know a single, <laughs> or is it just because you're on the spot? You know who Aaron Judge is? No. The Yankee that was hitting the home runs last year? No. Who's that guy we saw at the Zephyr Stadium in the day he got brought up to the Cubs? Oh, my God. Does that, he, he doesn't even play for them anymore, No, though. he doesn't play for the Cubs anymore. He plays for the Rockies. Colorado? He, yeah, yes. You, well, at least you know that. You lit, you don't. You can't name one You know why I know about the Colorado player? Rockies? Yeah. Because I saw the article of how they're making the homeless people move out. <laughs> <laughs> What's the conversation? Let's go. I asked her, does she know a Major League Baseball player? Like, who's the face of Major League Baseball? And, and she can't name one right now. No, but but that's the point. That's it. No, she doesn't. That, well, I literally she, cannot name but one. Because a lot of women do not follow, follow baseball. baseball. But that, that's my point that I'm trying yeah. to talk about when it comes to that league and marketing it. Kids and don't follow Can you name me five NBA players? Oh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Offer name, name me five players. I mean, uh, not the Pelicans. They don't have to be Pelicans. Um, Anthony Davis. Oh boy, Steph that's Curry. That's your first name, Steph Curry. Uh huh. Um, LeBron. Who yeah. you hate? Yeah. <laughs> um, that's three. You go. A lot, yeah. lot, lot of teams left. <laughs> well, you're putting me on the spot. You can't name a single Pelican. You got no. I work for the Pel- Pelicans. The one name one single Pelican. Like one guy who hasn't played all year. Basically, do you know who that is? Oh, what's his name again? Oh, stop <laughs> the, the, it. The, the guy who's hurt. Yeah, the big guy. <laughs> <laughs> This is embarrassing. Ah, it's your wife. You watch the games every night. <laughs> and you work, bud. Zion. Zion, that's it. I work in insurance defense. <laughs> <laughs> name, name me one more. One, one more, more NBA one, player. One, one more NBA player. That Ember. <laughs> that guy. She was going to say that guy. You know, you know. If I say their names, you know who they Who's are. Who's the Luka Jose? Doncic. Jose, Jose. There you go. Jose Alvarado. Alvarado. But you know who Luka Doncic is? No. You don't know who that is? No. Kyrie Irving. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yeah, Durantula. Oh. Yeah, okay. Well, that's hey, what I'm saying. Okay. You know a lot more than you do. It's but just you on the I'm spot. I'm on the spot, yeah. Yeah, you are on the but, spot. Okay, yeah. NFL. Can you name me five NFL players? Current or past? Today. That's the whole point. We're trying to find out, like, well, she faces of me. the league. Okay, no. our new quarterback is Carr. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> um, Tyron Matthew. That's two. Mm-hmm. Um, so mainly Saints players, which is fine. No, because okay. it makes sense. Yep. He was an LSU player well, first. It's something that I've always touched on in that. I probably follow football most of any sport. But what I'm saying is with the NFL, it's a very localized fan base. Like teams, like people don't go to the Dome to root for Baker Mayfield coming in for Tampa Bay. Well, no, because like I can't stand Brady. Okay, but that's what I'm getting at, and that's what I'm saying. In the NBA... There's a lot more different personalities and players, and people absolutely do, do go to arenas 
to see opposing players. Absolutely. Like when the Pelicans host Golden State, we'll see yeah. a ton of Curry jerseys, we'll see a ton of LeBron yeah. jerseys, right. we'll see a lot of different players. Your, your wife made a on comment that. here. Matt, why don't you like Brady? I just want to, I hear this all the time. What, what, for what reason do you can't stand Brady? As a woman, he gives me the ick. For what, <laughs> as, and what, and what? He gives you the ick. Like, okay. Like he's ick, like he's just, he just comes off very arrogant, cocky. But does that have anything to do with his play? I don't care. Seven, okay. Wow. I mean him as a person. Oh, wow. Well, well you don't like him personally. No, I don't like him as a person. But and obviously, that, I mean, either did I've had this life. conversation a hundred times. I've made yeah. it my feelings very known are in the Cannondale House how I feel yeah. about Tom Brady. A hundred times. You, you, like, you're, you're, you're a Giselle, Giselle fan? Okay. Are you like big Giselle? You all about the wife now? Like, she's not at fault for anything? It's always the guy? Well, no. I gotta hear it with Tanya. It's always the guy. It's not always the guy, but in this one, it's the guy. <laughs> He's an arrogant sob. <laughs> Can you know, I say he, that on the air? Do you know? Well, yeah, yeah, I mean, you know, he, he really just, he just he, gave me letters. Giselle, I mean, he, he, I mean, they just got no. Together. He just needed someone to wash his laundry and wash his kids. No, I <laughs> see. I don't. Here we go. <laughs> he didn't need a wife. Well. Uh, and he's a maid day, and a cook. Okay, well, that's my, my point. That's why I was asking. I wasn't trying to put you on the spot. He's not it's, a Drew Brees. Like, Drew Brees okay, is like let, a let family guy. Why did you start this? this uh, start <laughs> don't get me started on yeah, Brady. Don't, don't get me started on Drew either. So, so the point is, that's I was. I, that's why I wanted to ask you. Legitimately, I'm like, if you can name that many baseball players, because that's why I'm asking, who is the face of Major League Baseball I don't think on opening a- day? Well, and that's my point. I, I To me, I it could be Judge. Some people have said Mike Trout of the Angels Just out there. So Hawaiiani, you know, the Japanese player that that um that won the World Baseball Classic. He pitches. Well, and I hits. think it's a, a lot of it is also where we live. Well, we don't have baseball. We here, don't have baseball. Right. I grew up. Well, I grew up with my grandfather was um a Braves fan because they lived in North Alabama. So I grew up with my the only baseball team I grew up knowing was the Atlanta Braves. Right. Because I'm a third girl yeah my father isn't really big into baseball it was always lsu football so i didn't really but grow up the reason it. i bring that up is you know who tiger woods is yeah okay you know who some players are from I different know, like sports. the goats of different sports okay yes. but, but that's my point though is that with major league baseball they do have a a marketing slash i think i probably need more golf players league. than i could on baseball well, players. That, and that's what right. that's the point that i hear more about it you hear yeah. more about it we have zero right. classic right. here so there's more right. local well that's the point i'm making because uh, you said the we goat the, the goat who's a goat at the nfl Who's the go-to? Oh, you ass. <laughs> <laughs> no, well, who, who do you think's the best player in the NFL right now? No, right now? Yeah. No. Who, who? No. He, I know what he's trying to get I know at. He's, trying. he's <laughs> trying to tell me to say Brady. Drew Brees. No, no, I know it's Brady. I know he's got the most Super Bowl wins. I get it. I get it. I get it. Doesn't mean I have to like the guy. Well, <laughs> true, true. But you know, Joe Montana's a go-to in my books. I played against Joe Montana. Never yeah. lost the Super Bowl. All right. All right. Well, thank you. You're and right. I appreciate you being yeah. on the show. Go home and do some laundry. <laughs> hey! <laughs> did I just see this? It's a joke. It's a joke. I got to go work. Yeah. I get paid by the hour. And I'm going to oh. pick up the kid. It's a team. It's a team there of There you go. Don't forget his red drink. Right. I will not oh, forget his red drink. Oh, the red drink? I'll oh, take yes, okay. it. Okay. I know uh, I have one myself. There we go. All right. Have a good one. All right, Ant. Bye. Bye-bye. Um. So go study, Anna. Go study. Um, Jack is online. <laughs> so, Jack, who who's the face of Major League Baseball to you? I have no idea. I really don't follow baseball hardly at all. Yeah, I, I won't watch the whole baseball game. Yeah. I ain't watched a baseball game in years, yeah, and that's what I mean. It's crazy when you think about it. Because, and the reason I say that is, growing up, baseball was a very but it's only big, in certain cities, like, sport. like New York, Chicago. No, but I mean, maybe a little I, bit of L.A., St. Louis. Like that, you knew more about it, and people followed it. I, I really think the teams going to their own networks and stations and things of that nature, like I. Here, I'm wearing Cubs gear because I watched WGN. Growing period. It, it, it was yep. on every yep. afternoon at 1 o'clock leadoff, right. man, yes, 121st pitch. I did that. Coming up she mentioned school. the Braves. Right. I grew up with Chip Carey. Yep. And, you know, and there, Carey, yeah, Chip there's Carey. a ground ball to short, and he throws it at first. I mean, I, just, I remember, you know, watching, you know, the Braves and doing all those different things. So, I, because I watched it, you know, it was here, and... I think that's part of it. I think it's a very big part of it. I don't know. It's crazy. What's up, Jack? Oh, no. I mean, I watched more of it then. I mean, I grew up an Astros fan, but, but I watch less of it now. I, that, I mean, that's just uh, – yeah, and, Gus, just not – I mean, like I said, I'm not going to watch a lot of baseball, but, but I heard you talking about the, the rule changes. The only one that I just think is silly is, is, the, is the shift thing. 
because I believe that if a pitcher's skilled enough to pitch to a spot and get a guy to hit to, hit to the defense, why are we penalizing him for that? Mm-hmm. I don't think that has anything I mean, to do with baseball to shift on. Who cares where they put? I don't care if everybody's – if you played against me when I played – I'd put everybody from the pitcher to the second base to the left. I wouldn't even put a first baseman because I just had the pitcher run over there because I was a pull hitter. I couldn't hit the ball to right field. Who cares where they line up at on defensive side of the football? That's like in football, the defense. If they put everybody on the right side of the center because they know the guy's running that way, why not do it? It doesn't matter. Well, look, the graph's coming up next. We'll ask him, okay. too, because he, he loves baseball. But I, I do think it matters. It, why? Well, because it does. Why? It takes away. It takes what away? It takes I'm, away I'm pitching, and you're batting. Right. You don't know where the ball's going to go when you hit it. Yeah, it's going to go. You kind of do. Uh, but you kind of do. I bet 75% I can, you I don't. I pitch in that direct. Like, if, I, if my shift's to the right. Then and I throw inside and you pretty much you're gonna be able to pull. You're gonna like hit it right to the defense. Uh, do you like the baseball shift? Do you like the shift or not? With the headset. Me? <laughs> no, Chef oh, Scotty. I'm sorry. Oh, I'm staring. Oh, do you like the shift? I, yeah, I like. You like the you shift? Know, I like the uh, strategy of strategy. baseball. Okay, That's so you're okay. So you're good with the shift. John's good with the shift. Jack, you're against the shift with me. No, I, no I, I think teams should be allowed to do the shift because okay, so you like the shift. So, so we, one, you lose. We got, we got three lose. shifts. You no lose shift. again. Okay. Well, I mean, guys, when all of us were young, there were guys who who could hit the ball to the right side if they had to. Now, because a guy doesn't have the ability not to pull the ball, you, you, you're going to penalize the defense because of that. Well, why shouldn't he? I mean, you know, why shouldn't you be allowed to to, to pitch a certain way to a guy? That you know can't hit the ball the other way. I don't, you know, I don't, I don't get that. Um, and and uh, hey, John, just a little comment about you know how you were saying guys are always wrong. You know, life, lifetime exists for a reason. You know, if you if you notice, those movies always end with the guy doing it. But uh, yeah. Anyway, right. thank you, Jack. Hey, um, wait, okay, all right. Well, go, go, go. I gotta get to graph. G- give me, okay. give me what your thought real quick. All right, bye bye. Okay. Okay. Right. Oh no. Uh, Go ahead. Bye bye. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Poor Jack. Sorry, man. So, I got hold on. I gotta get to the break, and we can bring in Graf. All right. So, Sports Hangover on ESPN New Orleans. Energize your business with Bayou Black Electric Supply in Homa. When you're elbow deep in a job, the last thing you need is to lose time and money fetching electrical supplies. Bayou Black Electric will deliver your items to the job site. There's daily scheduled service throughout South Louisiana, Lafourche, Terrebonne, Morgan City, New Iberia, and Lafayette. Plus the River Parishes, too. If you need parts, call Bayou Black Electric Supply. 985-223-8807. Highway 311 in Homa. Every piece of land has a story. Written by those who work it. But everyone's story is different. So the question is, how will you tell yours? Behind the wheel of a John Deere compact tractor, mower, or gator utility vehicle. Run with us and start telling your story today. Visit Home Attractor today, your John Deere dealer where we don't crawfish when it comes to service. Attention event managers, Joe's Septic Contractors has been there for you in New Orleans and the surrounding areas. Whether it's a construction site, fair or festival, let Joe's Septic Contractors help you determine how many potties and how much temporary fencing you may need for your next event. Visit Septic at viscom.net. That's Septic at viscom.net. Locations in Cutoff, Thibodeau, Fushaw, Abbeville, Reserve, and Odessa, Texas. Following a natural disaster, it is imperative that insurance companies respond quickly for our communities begin to rebuild. Louisiana law requires prompt adjustment of claims as well as payment following a storm. If your insurance company failed to pay your claim within 30 days following inspection of your property, please call us at AMO Trial Lawyers, 985-446-3333. That's 985-446-3333. You may have an additional claim for recovery. AMO Trial Lawyers. Oh, big talker, ain't you? The man that likes to talk. Now, back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill on ESPN 100.3 FM and ESPN 1003.com. 800-998-1003 live at Francesca by Katie's Deli and Pizzeria. Chef Scotty in the <coughs> Cardinals jersey. Back in it. At least it has Ozzie Smith on it. So. At least that. What I hear? Is that, is that your phone? 
Are you watching a card game? No, yeah. they're not on yet. I was okay. watching the Braves. Todd Graffinini, voice of your New Orleans Pelicans, getting ready for tonight's game against the Nuggets. The line has gone down. Does that mean Nicole Jokic is not playing, Mr. Todd Graffinini? Or do you know yet? No, I don't know. Uh, okay. I mean, his list is questionable. Of course, yeah. Vegas knows more than everybody, evidently. But I know the Superdome's not on fire. You know, we'll, we'll oh. see. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I, yeah, I, I'll, we'll find that out probably about, uh, uh, 90 minutes before tip when, uh, Mike Malone talks. Alright, yeah, before we get into everything, I, I must, Chef Scotty, issue <laughs> a formal apology to you. Well, I thought yesterday you called No need to apologize. I no, thought no, no, it was no. Funny. I have to apologize. You know, as we found out <laughs> later, I got the screenshot that it was uh, Rafael Esparza causing the <laughs> citywide panic. And <laughs> the we're judging by the amount of misinformation that he gives out twice a week on this show, I should have expected <laughs> Anyway, so Chef Scotty, I will formally apologize. My bad. <laughs> the dome is on fire. There it is. There it is. Poor, poor Joe Cardosi, get out. <laughs> yeah, he's going to get hosed. Ne- never know what's, what's going on. <laughs> That's a shame. Real shame. Um, look, so you got that out the way. I figured while you were here, we'll do two birds with one stone here. Um, Chef Scotty's had to get his ankles retaped for jumping off the Pelicans bandwagon. <laughs> but he's not, not alone. Um, there's no, there's no, I feel like the belief teeters depending on a victory or not when it comes to the Pels. I, I'm hopeful, and it's not because I cover and work with the team. I just look at a five game win streak. I think you will see Zion at some point. I think he will help when he gets onto the court. And when I look at the West, you literally can win or lose every single night. But that means you can win on any single night. And we've seen the ability of this team. When they can play to their capability, they can play with anyone. So, Todd, can you give Chef Scotty any hope, or do we not even bother retaping the ankles here? No, of course there's hope, Gus. And it's not, again, because I'm the play-by-play guy. I mean, you're in the mix. You're firmly in it with six games left. And you still have an opportunity to get out of the play-in. So, and I agree with everything you said. I mean, look, uh, they are trying to get Zion back. Um, I know he is working his butt off to get back. And you don't think he's going to make a difference if he plays whenever it could be. I mean, the guy was playing like an MVP before he got hurt. Um, yeah, just no, the fact that his presence on the court uh, would make a difference. Um, you know, just don't jump off the wagon yet chef scotty just don't just look the season the regular season is over in 10 days i mean <laughs> that's it, crazy it, but guys unbelievable so do you understand ride it, out, ride it out i'm not jumping off the wagon i am always for the pels i always want the pels to win i just don't think that this team as they are are capable of doing any damage if okay, they make so the you said this several times, and Todd, here's what yeah, I, I, I do. Wait, wait, time out, time out, yeah. time out. This Pelicans team, as they are, was the same team last year with the addition of Josh Richardson, who in my opinion is a better player than Devontae Graham is just because yeah. of what he brings on the defensive end. Now, would you have thought that the Pelicans had a chance to beat the Phoenix Suns last year in the playoffs, as they are? The way... They were playing. I thought they had an outside chance, especially with Booker being out. I thought that they maybe should have beaten the Suns last year with if Booker Zion on Williamson the bench. played last year in the playoffs, do you think the Pelicans would have beaten the Suns? Yes, yes, I 100% okay. agree. And here's here's the other thing, Todd, and I was going to say that I was bringing up to Chef Scotty when he says damage because he's not the only one. Well, they can't really go. For, well. well what is damage and far to you? Because at the beginning of the season, realistic expectations to me was 16 getting into the first round and winning a first round game would have been magnificent. Like getting into the second round. Todd, you and I have this talk all the time. There's steps in the NBA. Very rarely do you see a team come from play-in 
to the NBA Finals. Like, I never thought or even remotely think that they're an NBA Finals team. Even if they would have had Zion for most of this calendar year and they were in first place in the West, you still got to go now do it in the postseason. Even if they would have finished in the one seed. Their steps, and I think the game that we just saw, Todd, on Tuesday is indicative of that, isn't it? There's championship caliber teams, and they're there for a reason. And I think the Pels still have learning to do. So to me, damage is, can you get into the second round? I think this team is capable of doing that if they get in the first round. So I do. that's why my hope comes. No, I do as well. And look, yeah, no, we saw what a championship team does, especially in their own building where they're very, very difficult to beat. Once that switch got turned on, uh, and we saw it turn on really at the start of the third quarter, uh, when DiVincenzo rebounded that miss and dunked it in over Brandon. I mean, I don't think the game really, you know, it's crazy you forget about it, but the Pelicans actually led through three quarters. Now, Golden State did make that furious comeback in the third, but the Pelicans still had the lead going into the fourth, but... Again, once that uh, once that waterfall kept going, then then the Pelicans just weren't able to match it, um, and that's what really good teams do in their own building. But then again, that same Golden State team can't win on the road. So you tell me. I mean, it, it's it's unbelievable when you watch those home and road splits. What is that? I, I just think again, yeah. I, if it, I think if Steve Kerr knew the answer to that question. <laughs> Uh, Chef Scotty, he'd, uh, he'd be ringing yeah. up on the phone because nobody can nobody can explain it. Um, but that look, that's that's life in the Western Conference right now. I yeah. mean, look at what happened last night. Gus, the Clippers went to Memphis. Yeah, and Russell Westbrook looked like Oklahoma City. Russell Westbrook. Westbrook. Yeah, no, I mean, it's every night. Every night's different, points. dude. They it's, did it's not crazy. miss. What? Um, it was. Oh man, Robert Covington. Mm-hmm. And I forget the other play. Who who was it? They went twelve for twelve from beyond the arc. Twelve for twelve. <laughs> Didn't miss a shot. Yeah. I mean, so look, just play it out. That's that's, <laughs> that's all I ask. Uh, tonight's a tough task. The Denver Nuggets are thirty-two and six uh, in this building that we're playing in tonight at Ball Arena. So. We'll see about Jokic. Um, obviously, if he does not play, that would help greatly. I just think that, um, me personally, again, this is just my personal opinion, I think that's a little uh, jab at Embiid after he missed the game the other night when they were going head-to-head with, with the Sixers were going head-to-head with Jokic and Embiid was out with a calf strain. And coincidentally, that's the same exact injury that uh... with Jokic. That's yeah, because the there's a back and forth nationally, right, between yeah, Embiid yeah, and Jokic right. being the MVP, and, and Michael uh, Lone's not been shy it. about it. You know, well, here's the thing. I'm glad you brought that up because, look, you get probably more a chance than a lot of people to see. And even in the game in which the Pels won, I, I can close my eyes and hear you during Nuggets-Pelicans game say, when Jokic sits down, take advantage. Because when he's on the court the Nuggets look like a completely different team. You ain't got to convince me. I, I'm absolutely convinced that guy's the, the the MVP. I mean, you see it on the court. What he can do, it's unbelievable with Todd. That's the thing. I mean, for people to say Jokic is getting votes for everything other than basketball is just ridiculous to me. No, I, look, Jokic is unbelievable. I, I mean, he really is. He's got 29 triple-doubles. Everything goes through him. Um, but they, but he's got complementary pieces. He's got a fully healthy Jamal Murray. He's got Michael Porter Jr. He's got Aaron Gordon, who plays so well against the Pelicans every time. But the offense, if Jokic doesn't play, is a completely different deal. So, like I said, if he doesn't play, that is a major, major gift. I'm not expecting that. Uh, the Pelicans obviously have prepared for Jokic playing. And we'll just see what happens. That being said, even when Jokic plays, the Pelicans match up pretty well against Denver. I mean, the last couple of years, every game has been very, very close. Uh, we lost a nine-point game here earlier this year, and the Pels led uh, for a large portion of that game. So, you know, we'll see. I mean, it's just it, it's very important. They all are right now. And, um, look, the Pels, despite what happened, despite what happened, uh, in San Francisco, they're still playing with a lot of confidence, and, and confidence is everything. 
No doubt, man, as we let you go, looking forward to it tonight to here as well. Look, Pels are in ninth heading into action tonight. They were eighth last night. They're ninth today, so yeah. you're still we in the big tonight. And, and while okay. yesterday's scoreboard did not help, Dallas did lose. So you do have a little breathing, not a lot, but they're 15 out, you're 13 and a half out. So, and they're in the 11th spot, just to give you an idea. Thanks, Ty. We'll talk to you tonight, bud. Winning. All right, just keep winning. <laughs> there it is. Thanks. Chef Scotty, John Forcade, Hour 3. We come back live at Francesca on ESPN New Orleans. Here's a message just for the attorneys out there. So you passed the bar, joined a firm, or even built your own. 